Um, I do. Ripley said it, but I just feel like we all have to do the impression. Sublime! <laughs> <laughs> say i banter randomly yes all right well then let's get on into that um all right everybody welcome back to another episode of the random banter podcast this is episode 50 and as you know every 10 episodes we do an episode that is all one topic so today i have two of my friends on for oops all Barbie. Yay! Yay! Yes! Yay! Yes, it's a Barbie. It's Barbisode. Yeah, we figured. I figured it would. It would. It would not be too long until I talked about Barbie on the on the podcast. So I have two people that have never been on before. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hi, <laughs> hi, I'm Ripley. <laughs> hi, I'm Faith. I'm an actor and a writer, which qualifies oh. me to talk about Barbie. You yes. were more prepared than I was. Say, yes. say your title, say your title. I don't know, actor, stage say manager, director, little bit of a writer. I f- with all of it. <laughs> Can we curse on here? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I, I love swearing. I, Do you really I will, think you'd have me on if I can't? Oh yeah. I wasn't no. sure what if, the modesty if, clauses were. If I couldn't, if I couldn't, like have people on that would swear it would literally li- and i had ripley on it would literally not be an episode oh, it wow. would just be like it, it would I be can like censor can you no <laughs> dear listener ripley it's been it's been 40 seconds and you've said the f word already <laughs> so fun. She can. yeah it's my uh, yeah. second favorite F-word. what i what i do with uh what i do with episodes <laughs> What I do with episodes with like really. with, with cursing is I really say uncensored and then a censored version. Ah. So yeah. yeah, but yeah. So he's a man of the people. I am. Yes, that's what the people said they wanted, so that's what I gave him. So yeah, let's get into Barbie. I mean, the hit movie of the summer. Like <laughs> the, the movie of the year. The movie of the year, the sensation that sweeped the nation. Um there are I don't no know Margot Robbie's hot like what she is the fact that in the movie they address that like the fact that like yes. Helen Mirren as the narrator is like note to filmmakers this Margot Robbie's the wrong actor to cast if you want to make this point that was, after making Margot Robbie say I'm not pretty even though yeah. she's quite literally one of the most people ever put to film yeah. that was my favorite part of the movie I think like I, obviously I loved the, the narration yeah Helen Mirren is just a godsend. What else has she done? She does stuff. I was gonna. I have very distinctly heard her voice before. Hold on. I'm gonna go, do a quick Google. Folks okay. at home. We're doing a quick. Doing we're a quick doing a quick Google, Google on Helen Mirren. I'm doing a quick Helen yeah. Mirren Google. No, because I like. I didn't realize how unbelievably stacked the cast of that movie oh, was. Yeah. Clearly, you weren't paying attention to the poster drops, my I, friend. I was not. I saw Will Ferrell, and I was like, I'm sold. I was okay. like, that's... <laughs> that is objectively, like, the last person on my list that I cared about. Yes. That I know you don't I, like I love Will... him. Oh, okay. I thought but... you didn't like him. No, he's a brilliant actor, but, like, everybody else was in that movie. I know, but yes. Will Ferrell... <laughs> Okay. He also was like one of the best parts of the movie. Like anytime he uh, was on screen, two challenge and literally one challenge walk into a room. Literally <laughs> challenge. There's no way I I love Will Ferrell. I worship at the altar of the anchor man. Like mm-hmm. there is there, there are few people leave me alone. There are few people I think who do physical comedy quite like him. I okay. also just think that like a man yelling and it not being scary is a very unique skill that I think only he has. I mm-hmm. I fully agree. Yes. However, to sit here and call Will Ferrell the best part of the Barbie movie when okay, like let's not even let's take even calling Will Ferrell the best man in the Barbie movie when Ryan oh, no. Gosling okay, is sitting I disagree. Right yeah. there. Ryan, Go- Ryan Gosling and S- I'm going to butcher his name, but Simu Liu. Um, I think it's Simu Liu. Simu Liu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, both of them, like their, their kind of like chemistry that they have mm-hmm. is so good. Wonderful. I mean, wonderful. Yeah, really. but I did, I did really like Will Ferrell in it. I like one of my favorite parts in the movie was when they... T- when they like they're all sitting at the table and they like like the guy like they whisper over to him like about barbie escaping and he just passes out (laughs) the use of physical gags in this movie was really good the fact that they put her in a box was wonderful i'm trying to think literally the entire beach scene yeah was just physical comedy like there was no water i i loved the set the run into the ocean yes hey barbie check that check this out Whoa, and just whoa, he like flies in the air. So they good. mastered 
staying realistic enough that we could have empathy as adults watching this movie, but also seeing the physical comedy that would occur with a child playing with a Barbie. Right. Yeah. And I loved that balance. And right. that idea of like at the very beginning when it's like, you don't make Barbie use the stairs. I was like, oh no, you don't. Like yeah. you just I didn't mean you, you just you just pick her up and put her thing down. To the next. <clears throat> yeah. Margot Robbie said in an interview that one of her <clears throat> things for if she was going to play Barbie was having the slide into the pool and then uh, they gave it to her. And I was like, this is an actor knowing their character and a producer knowing what they want. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, going into the movie, I initially thought they were going to do like a Lego movie sort of thing where it's like someone playing with their Barbies like in the real world. And then like they're like actually the physical toys. But I really like the thing that they did where it was just like, oh, yeah, Barbie lands a place. It's like Sweden. It's just <laughs> like we don't acknowledge. Yeah. It. yeah, it was wonderful to see how they addressed this idea of Barbie land and like even the way that like we think about Barbie in terms of like, yeah, Barbie can be anything, but like that doesn't mean that like the world lets Barbie be anything. Right. That was one of the things that I really enjoyed. Because there was also like the inclusion of like the, the, um, like the rejects, Mm -hmm. like the, uh, the weird Barbie. Yeah. Weird, weird Barbie. I worship that woman. Kate McKinnon (laughs) is one of the best actors of our time. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. She's wonderful. The weird Barbie thing was so, again, wonderful because it came back to that like thing about being a kid. Like we, we had a professor recently talk about how her daughter has a box of Barbie sitting under their bathroom sink because she tried to wash all of their hair and it became like a tangled oh, no. mess. And she just like pushed it under the sink and left it there. And I was like, yep. We've all got that toy. Mm-hmm. Like the mermaid Barbie with glittery purple hair that was ruined by Pantene shampoo when I was oh. six. Oh. <laughs> yep. I mean, I think about every single piece of plastic yeah. hair that was lost. Oh, I used yeah. to like take markers and make them foam rollers and oh. recurl Barbie hair. And that was just, I mean, catastrophic. Okay. So now we're, awful. now we're on this topic. Like what did you get? I obviously didn't have any Barbies because I have two brothers and I'm also a guy and I did, I just didn't have any Barbies. Um, but what you can have Barbies. I know I just didn't. Um, should, we should get you some Barbies. I, yeah. I, okay. All right. The episode part two. Ethan, Ethan plays with Barbies. Barbies. <laughs> it's just I an just, ASMR episode of <laughs> Ethan just, unwrapping a hear, bunch you, of Barbies. You hear the crinkle of like the plastic box. It's just like so. Now we're going to open yes. the Barbie. And here <laughs> is Skipper. <laughs> no, but yeah. What uh, What were your guys' favorite Barbies when you were younger? I had this conversation with my friends after we saw it for the first time, where we were talking about. What what Barbie would be us in Barbie land. Mm. And mine was a 2004, I think like Halloween Barbie doll, but she was wearing this long black skirt with orange thread. And she had an orange shirt that had a black cat on it. And Uh, yeah, that's, that's very you. It's the most me Barbie (laughs) out there. I want that outfit so bad. Like genuinely might do it for a Barbie party this Halloween, but please do. Please. I'm obsessed with it. And it, I don't know. It's me. (laughs) I actually only had like the princess Barbie. So I had like Barbie Cinderella and like Barbie Ariel. The one Barbie that my, because my mom and I got into a fight about this when the Barbie movie came out. Because I was like, I played with Barbies all the time. And she was like, your princess Barbies don't count. Um, Which I don't know if is either here or there. Were they like the actual like Disney brand? They were like the Disney brand Barbies. The one Barbie that I had was, I believe she was called Rockstar Barbie. Um, But she was wearing like, kind of a promiscuous outfit um she had like <laughs> a really short skirt and like over the knee high-heeled boots and like a little crop top and i was you know six so my yeah. mom was not a huge fan of i think she was a huge fan of me having Rockstar barbie but she took one look barbie. at the promiscuous outfit and was like no thanks um but yeah, I played with like the Disney Princess Barbies. And then I was like an American Girl doll girl. So uh, that was too. Well, um I had the one. Which wait, which American Girl doll did you have? This will say a lot about who you are. I had one that looked like me. And then I had Lainey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had Rebecca. And then I couldn't mm-hmm. get any other ones. <laughs> Um, I Rebecca, we, for those of you who don't know, was the 1920s New York theater kid American Girl doll. Oh, um, tracks. She, yeah, she <laughs> desperately wanted to be an actress. She had Fair. a cousin in the silent pictures. Fair. She lived in New York City. She was wonderful. I'm obsessed with her. 
I think Lainey was a journalist. Yeah. yeah. I remember Lainey. I remember Lainey. Like, yeah, I she remember. was like the blonde with the curly hair. Yes. Didn't those things cost like... They hun- were... They didn't oh. on Black Friday. Fair <laughs> enough. And mine was like a family Christmas gift. Like Also fair enough. Together. And also <clears throat> then you knew people who had like eight... Christmas gifts don't have price. <laughs> it's Santa. Yeah. Kids, it's Santa. It's Santa. It's it Santa. Santa. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like I would be, um, I feel like I out of like, Barbie. I feel like out of the all the characters in the Barbie movie, because that's all the extent of Barbie characters that I know, is just the ones in the Barbie movie. Because again, didn't play with Barbies. Um, I, it, full honesty, I'm an Alan. Like, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, Everything he did in that movie is just very me. Yeah, the scene where he like basically tells Barbie, look away. Yeah. And then goes and fights the other Barbie. So yeah. it's like, this is Ethan. Oh my this God. Would okay. Track. That that scene <laughs> where they're trying to escape and like Alan's in the car. Mm-hmm. I that was my favorite scene in the movie because he's like he's like once they figure out how to build that wall sideways and not just up <laughs> and then it pans over to just a pillar yeah for the folks at home Rockstar Barbie is not dressed promiscuously at all like uh-huh. she is not wearing the outfit that my mother described she is wearing a, your mom just didn't like that Barbie she's, she's wearing a black mini skirt and a little tank top like she is not dressed promiscuously at all Anyway, the only the Barbie picture I can find of mine is this ratty, like, looking Barbie that is laying Obsessed. on a bed sheet Shock. on Mercury.com. Oh like, you don't on what? Have <laughs> Mercury? What is, oh, Mercari. I don't Whoa. No way it's Hold pronounced on. that way. Whoa. No way it's pronounced that way. Let me see. Hey, I don't know. I've always pronounced it, it Mercari. Mercury. I don't know. I know I'm saying it wrong, but I know you're saying it wrong. I don't know how to pronounce that. I, word, I, I thought it was Mercari. I may be wrong, though. For the folks at home, we're doing a quick Google of how yeah, to pronounce this website. Yeah, we're doing a quick website. Google. M- <laughs> M-E-C-A-R-I. Please give us a sponsorship. Mercari, please. I could, that would be great. I've if made, we learn how to pronounce it right, will you sponsor us? Mer- us. This isn't to my show. To be fair, we have the three potentially most like distinct dialects in this podcast right now. Really? I, I'm not quite Southern enough. To have it come out. Well, and where are you from, Ethan? Wildly. Hmm? Where are you from, Ethan? I am from southwestern Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. Whoa. Hey, you're on my territory. Right now. <laughs> you're close whoa, to Pittsburgh. Whoa, whoa. Bitch. Back it up. Back it up. Back I <laughs> I am literally like like I'm from the not to like not doxing myself at all, but like um, I'm from the area of PA where it's like you're we're close enough to like West Virginia, like we're in the general area, like we're we're like in hour or so from west virginia and and it's like it's basically west virginia like pretty much at that point like there's a lot of west virginia like we love pepperoni rolls like right there like where i'm at because that's what makes you a true (laughs) oh yeah no and like and we also have like there's a bit of like a southern twang that like some some people have there you had a little bit there i did yeah like it's it kind of hints in at a little parts of um like whenever i talk but also like i think I get more Southern whenever I'm like around people. Who oh are yeah. More southern. I definitely bring it out in a lot oh, of people. Oh, you, you bring it out in me a lot. Like <laughs> you I'll bring be... it out in me and I'm from the North. Yeah. Like... I know. Uh, to clarify, I'm saying we have three of the most distinct dialects from specifically the Eastern like seaboard. Oh, okay. that's Eastern coast. Like definitely Ooh, not but California or like deep No, but south. like, but like, like, what about like super like New York or like, Oh, I can like, put on New York. She can put on New York. Faith I can, can do, do like a Boston, like a pack the cat, have it yard. You know what I'm saying? No, wait, so you can't. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. no, I can't. I know it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I can only say park the car, have a yard, and that's it. Well, I don't, uh, the only Boston accent I have even passable recollection or understanding of is if either of you have seen the um, Dunkin' Donuts Casey Affleck SNL skit. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. But, like, my whole family will go, I'm like the mayor Dunkin' guy. That which is like from that, <laughs> like from that skit. That's the only thing that we could do is anytime I drive through a Dunkin' and we drive through Dunkin' a lot. I love Dunkin' Donuts. And I'll sometimes <laughs> just be like, I'm like the mayo Dunkin' guy. Like we say it all Dunkin', the time. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin donuts. <laughs> oh my God. Dunkin' so Donuts. Good. Yeah. But yeah. No getting off track. Barbie. Barbie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've um, I mean like SNL. I mean like, yeah. <laughs> Di- digressions include SNL. When did it when did it first get announced that they were making a Barbie movie? Was it that was like years ye- like ago. Years and I years? remember seeing it in this will show you how much of a nerd I am, internet. 
Um, the Vogue 72 question interview with Greta Gerwig, which Whoa. I think came out in like 2019. I don't know. I had a time during uh, 2020 COVID lockdown where I would just sit and watch those interviews oh, on yeah. a loop. Yeah. So I think that one came out in like 2019, right around the time that she was uh, filming Little Women. So like 2018, <sighs> 2019. And she mentioned at the end of that interview that she was working with Margot Robbie on a movie about Barbie. That's cool. Yeah, because I remembered when I first saw the trailer, I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, because like another like, I mean, up until like this point, like movies on like toys, the really, really the only movie that had like super succeeded with that was, I mean, in my opinion, the Lego movie. That's what I would think too. Yeah, because like, I mean, and that the one, Lego Batman movie. Yeah, because like whenever, whenever, I mean, like all of the Lego movies were enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like it was just fun. Um, but the Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie were like, <clears throat> they were big hits like it like even like they were just good movies yeah. um and then it was just kind of like there was a lull like they had like the the playmobile movie and there the playmobile uh, movie. oh yeah i think it was bad mm-hmm. um and i think there was a i don't know what other movies there were but then it just like it got to barbie and the, i feel like oh you go first i've been talking the american girl doll movies were bangers but they were not inherently about the toy they were about the girl that they were based off yeah of. and they were oh. also but a lot of them were straight to, to dvd out. yeah which um, totally like big, different time yeah big theater movie um I feel like also like the only one that I can really think of of like toy is like maybe Detective Pikachu, but like Pokemon oh, yeah. was like more of an entity than it was a yeah, toy. Yeah, it was more of like a video like game. Like a video per game. Se. And it's so, like there's been a lot of vid- video game movies in recent years. Like, yeah, with like Sonic, Sonic and the Mario, Mario Free Guy. Free Guy, Free Guy I was talk good. about that movie all day. I also would argue like that anyone see that movie Pixels with Adam yes. I loved that movie. Okay, wanted, Pixels wait, robbed I, so Free Guy could run. Yeah. You guys want to know something fun? What? I w- did a press conference interview with the cast of Pixels. I literally what? peed my pants. Yeah, I was there. It was a press conference room in a Dave and Buster's in oh, uh, my God. New York City. It was like the Times Square Dave and Buster's. You saw Kevin James? I don't think I saw Kevin James. It was uh, Adam Sandler, oh, Josh so Gad, cool. yeah. Michelle Monaghan, yeah. and the director of the movie were like the four. That movie um, got so much slander. For what is actually it was a good. really good movie. It was I really the good. The only thing people were like kind of upset about was that it was like Adam Sandler who does like goofy old yeah. dad fart jokes Adam Sandler, in like yeah. a bunch of different movies. And then he did something about video games. But it's like he grew up when Pac-Man was, was cool. the big thing. Yeah. They're not making a commentary about Call of Duty. And like, it's, it's funny. Fine. Like it's, it's not so it's not funny. like Adam Sandler movie funny. It's like genuinely funny. But mm-hmm. what I liked about it was that it wasn't like a movie like Grown Ups. Yeah. Like right. that those movies are very funny. They're but they hilarious. are also very of their own time. Oh yeah. And like Adam Sandler well, they we made Kevin James like the president of the United States. That was the best in that thing. movie. And they're both incredibly straight laced throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And this gets very theater school of us, and I'm sorry. Um, dear listener, I'm so sorry that I'm, that I'm bringing <laughs> oops, this all into theater oops, school. All oops, theater school. All theater school. <laughs> um, but like, I think what made that very funny was how seriously they were taking the situation. Like yeah. to me, that's the best kind of comedy. Which brings us back to Barbie. I see that transition. And one of the best jokes in the whole movie was when she looks up at the astronauts as she's driving through town and goes, yay, space. (laughs) It's so good. It's so fun that it's like they literally like they don't even acknowledge the fact it's like, oh, yeah. Hi, Barbie, driving a plane, like, yeah. or flying a plane, like, just up in the sky. The salute. Yeah, and it's just like, all right. And they don't, e- they, like, play into the fun, like, playful aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I loved America Ferrera when they're coming back into Barbie Land, and she's like, I lost these boots. Like, she, they're on the snowmobile, and she's like, I lost these boots, and my mom said I wasn't allowed to buy a new Barbie just to have the boots. And I was like, I've done that. Yep. <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah. Like, it was Walking really- through a Goodwill, praying to God you yeah. find the Barbie that oh my you had. God. Yeah. To and steal a shoe off of her. And also mm-hmm. the, um, this is just me getting a little bit film major on people here. But dun, they, dun, dun. They, um, the whole sequence of them like riding on the snowmobile and going camping and all of that, that was all practical. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's like the behind the scenes of it is so freaking cool because they've got like people running the puppetry, people on the snowmobile, people running the scenery in the back. And they were like doing that thing in like the early 1900s where they've got like the moving scenery. So it looks like they're moving. It's just, it's so cool 
and the lighting was oh the lighting not is so to cool. like nerd out too but in one of greta's interviews she talks about how many movies inspired her and all of them were like soundstage musicals. oh yeah so that's why yeah. it's amazing and it feels i'm so excited to see and i hope that this becomes something that we uh we see as a trend in the film industry as a whole is this idea of like first of all let greta gerwig do everything you cowards <laughs> give her a million and one billion billion dollars um and this idea of like when you use practical sets it really does enhance your movie it makes it so much cooler yeah and like it just gives it a way of it gives it a real like feel of that everyone really enjoyed working on the project. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make it feel as sterilized. Hold on a second, Faith. I'm going to cut this out. Could you try not to rub the mic so much? Oh, no. Cause I, can he- I was going to say, because I can hear it and it's picking it up a little bit. It's not awful. I just like, I noticed it a little bit. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. You okay. can leave it in. No, no, it's okay. But yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just the like the. Yeah, you can't give me a prop or I will fidget with it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I compl- I do it all the time. I completely understand. Um, but yeah, no, but like on the topic of like like practical stuff versus CGI, that's also why I'm so excited for the like the Five Nights at Freddy's movie oh coming out. God. That movie looks amazing because too. of the Great. freaking practical like like puppets that they have. Like it's so cool, mm-hmm. and it looks so much more real than like having a like. I don't know, like, uh, like in like a superhero movie, like big CGI villain, like at the end. Yeah, I'm also so excited to see the return of like, like weird stuff to the theater. Like, yeah, yeah. I want a gimmick. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. We I just went and saw that movie Bottoms. Oh my god, one of the best movies of all time. It you said it was really good. good. It's really very good, but it's a type of movie that like easily could have just been dropped onto a streaming service nowadays. And I really yeah. liked going to see it in a theater because it was deeply funny to see all the visual gags played out on a big screen. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to, I, I'm weird, weirdly looking forward to the Five Nights at Freddy's movie despite never having played the game because yeah, it just here. seems like a good movie to go see in a theater. Also, Josh Hutchinson. Hey, yeah. great. Yeah. I like that we're giving that guy work. He seems like a cool dude. Shout out to you, Josh. I'm a, I'm a friend. Of, Shout out to Josh Hutchinson. I'm, I'm a fan of Matthew Lillard. I'm excited. Is he? Which one's he? <gasps> he played Shaggy in Scooby Doo. Ah, uh, okay. He's oh Scoob. my God. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and Listen. Scream. I've never seen Scream. I haven't either, but he is hot in it. Which one was he in Scream? The he's hot in one. Scream Two. He's one of the killers. Scream Two. I think. I don't know. All right. Fair I'm enough. Get so ridiculed by Mathen for this? No, it's okay. Hi, Mathen. Hey, Mathen. <laughs> He'll He'll never, hey, you know, I'll send him this clip Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, look, Faith and I have never seen Scream. I've also never seen Scream. I've only, uh, this is probably gonna, this is probably gonna make some people mad, but I don't really care. I've only watched like the kill count, uh, like the dead meat kill count mm-hmm. on YouTube of it. And that's like all of my knowledge of that movie. Well, that's better than me, who I'm uh, terrified of horror movies. I don't like them. Me I'm a too. Big Cat, but I really am always interested in the story behind them. <laughs> me too. So I'll uh, watch the trailer, and then when the movie releases, I'll go to the Wikipedia page and read the film summary. No, I so like. So I know a lot about like 2013 to 2020 horror, like genre horror, because I've read all the Wikipedia summaries of like The Exorcist and like. La Llorona, which was one that came out recently, like recently, I think within like five years. Um, but like, I know a lot about horror movies because I just would literally at night go read the Wikipedia summaries. Of no, because I'm kind of the same way, but like with the with the kill counts again, like just on YouTube, like I know like so much about the Saw franchise and I have never seen a Saw movie and I really want to see the new one, but I know that I will be traumatized if I go and see it. He's got I, swords a, coming out of his eyes. Oh my a God. woman of the people know that he is in Scream because of the edits of him on TikTok. There uh, we go. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, woman of the people. Speaking of TikTok, it's a deep sigh, but I do feel like we have to talk about the um, sound bites from Barbie. Oh my God! We're dating. Yeah, Well, that's the, I, I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That album is perfect in a masterpiece, but also. Um, oh no! I'm I gonna... meant like the the one of the ladies singing it like oh, a thousand yes. times. Oh, that's oh what goodness. I was, like. Okay, the song's okay. a good song. I, I just meant like, like the one of the ladies singing it like like. I'll be in your mouth. I do know like that. over and over. Yeah. Yes. For real, <laughs> for real, for real. Um, I do. Ripley said it, but I just feel like we all have to do the impression. 
Sublime! <laughs> that was one of the best jokes in that movie. It really in was. In the way yes. that, like, I think seeing it in the theater with my friend, we hit each other. Like, <laughs> that happened, and we just, like, I think I literally punched my friend in the arm and was like, no way. Academy Award winner. Winner? Nominee? Fact check me at the end. Eh, uh, Ryan Gosling just said sublime in this tone. Yeah. And it was surprise. Yes. It the, was I mean, great. that blooper of him just <laughs> just, just saying sh- <laughs> Her milkshake brings this boy to the yard. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so, so wonderful. And mm. I really like this idea of, like, again, I'm we're, we're actors. We're all yeah. actors of some sort here. Some caliber. Some caliber. Um, this idea of letting actors really play in the character. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the fact that Greta Gerwig was like, I don't know, just make something up. And, like, that's what he came up with. It just seems like it's it's a really, as much as it was, like, a big budget film, which I know there's a lot of, like, animosity towards like studios nowadays particularly with like the rise of cgi and obviously we just watched the writer's strike end i like the greta gerwig whoa yeah shout out to the wga shout out to the writers yeah um i think it's really interesting it's really good that we can let big budget studio films also allow actors to have this kind of play and have this kind of like we see it like a little bit in marvel but like only yeah, there's a, a little. Cu- there's a, a couple little. times in Marvel. Yeah. And again, I think it depends on the director. Like, I think it, I think it depends. It depend- on the I, I think it. I, yeah, I think it depends a little bit more on the producer than the director. Because like, there are some directors that have like directed Marvel stuff. Like, um, oh my god, I don't remember who directed Multiverse of Madness. A uh, silly movie. Oh my god, he directed. He directed like Sam Raimi. Uh, like he's he, the Spider-Man guy. Yeah, like he's he's had like moments where he's like he's let the actors like get into the character like with like Tobey Maguire and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but like that movie was like it's like you have to follow a story with set stuff that is like put there by like the producers and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's also where I think like Barbie shines because like again, like you said, like the actors just they feel like they're having fun like as the characters yeah. like the guy oh i don't know his i don't know the actor's name but the ken at the end who gets the coat um right yes he has the and he's friends with a barbie he's like, friends yes. with the barbie he's like i don't want to do this i just want my friend barbie he's an actor he's on he sex education the best yeah. he just he, he was just is the he's the new doctor on doctor who yeah oh he is good for him yeah he just was because there's a cute story of ryan gosling coming up to him when that was announced while they were filming barbie and being like i love doctor who this is wonderful. Like that's so fun. But yeah, no, he, I, I personally felt like he was having the most fun. Yeah, I also felt like Margot Robbie was having a great. Oh yeah, time. yeah. By yeah. the way, Margot Robbie, just a um, moment of um, silence. Yes. Um, anyway, <laughs> shout, uh, shout out to Margot Robbie. Uh, my she's she's coming I, on the podcast. She's, real, <laughs> sometime. <laughs> we'll get her here. It's going to happen. Episode um, like 400 and some. Nice. Yeah. My sibling and I were having this discussion. I want to ask the two of you about it. We think that this, we feel similarly about Margot Robbie and uh, a couple of other actors in that like Margot Robbie, if she was an actor during like the studio system in like the 1930s and 40s, would be described as somebody with it factor. Like she's an incredible oh, yeah. actor. She I has agree. an insane, uh, insane range. She does her homework. She does all the stuff that they teach us in acting class. She also has something about her intrinsically that makes you not want to look away when she's on screen. Oh yeah. Um, and I even, think that was really interesting for Barbie. Like even when she was in like Suicide Squad. Uh, you talk about somebody who made the most out of that situation. Oh my gosh. I love Birds of Prey. Yeah, Birds um, of Prey, like, I I mean, I thought it was fine, but I also, like, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, like, I, I don't, DC movies are not really my thing, but I, like, I really enjoyed her performance and, like, Ewan McGregor's performance in yeah. that. And it was, like, just her, like, she is Harley Quinn. Like, no one can convince me otherwise. And she actually played it as, like, we finally get to see her as like a, a psychiatrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to see her as PhD Harley Quinn. Yeah. And yeah. you actually see the work she does like and you get to like yeah. when she's in combat like kind the, of thing. The background sort like, of like her she's playing smart and yeah. like knows how to use the resources that she does have to get what she wants. And I really liked that about her. And yeah. it's the same with Barbie. Like if you look at her career, she's only ever taken roles that either 
make a point about being a woman in society and what right. you have to do to succeed as a woman in society sometimes right. or or directly playing against that yeah 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 because i mean even in like uh the james gunn suicide squad which was phenomenal in my opinion i've never seen it but it's really good, good. i would highly recommend it's just so, it's so fun i remember the album like her mm-hmm. i mean spoilers for that movie obviously but like at a the movie that's been out what 10 years yeah, uh, yeah it's been a while but um obviously like at the beginning there's like this entire lineup of heroes that you've never met before like it's like i'm and harley quinn like it's harley quinn like Deadshot. Cap- it's hard yeah like deadshot yeah. captain boomerang mm-hmm. um like pete davidson's character like the javelin or whatever the heck um oh i thought you were talking about the first one. Oh no i'm talking about the second one the oh, one with like the one I with like you were talking about the first one oh too. no you're talking about the suicide the squad, suicide squad as opposed to oh, yeah talking about the, the one, one di- the one directed by james gunn the yeah. one with like king shark and yeah like, they just that one is much more recent than yeah the one that i we're yeah about. that yeah. one I, that one i think is fantastic i really enjoyed it um but like at the beginning like she just like plays so much into that character because like harley quinn like as a like as a whole just does not care and like you she looked like she gets like really attached to all these people at the beginning and then they literally go to this island like with the superhero team and they get massacred like except for like except for harley quinn because like in the beginning like eat like all the characters like that you think are going to be huge players like pete davidson he gets murdered in the first 20 minutes he's really great at that yeah. like we've he put is. pete davidson in a lot of roles where he's on screen for 20 minutes and then gets killed bodies 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 yeah I will <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. king of staten island still fucks me up and i don't know why it's a <laughs> wonderful movie it's a really good movie and it's kind of talks ridiculous it. how good that movie is steve it, buscemi is in that movie i think yeah, I and know. like the guy who plays pete davidson's like future stepdad is wonderful. Marissa Tomei is wonderful in that movie. Like, it's a really good movie if you haven't seen King of Staten Island. It is Island. one of the most anxiety-inducing films I've ever watched from sheer secondhand anxiety. I was yeah. like, if I were in this position, my mom would be so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Was Pete Davidson in the Barbie movie? Or am I just making no, that up? No, okay. he wasn't. But damn, he should have been. I'm I just mean, making I that mean, up. I mean, literally should have just been Pete Davidson. Like, what, is, what, is it, what is it about that man that, like... That okay, women flocked. Run- that women flocked to. Okay, my family and I have a running theory. Like what? <laughs> very so often. Very. If we're if we're following the pattern of like Pete Davidson dating extremely hot women, what we think happens is, and this is a this is a King family theory. This is a running theory. Uh, what we think happens is that these women come on SNL to be hosts. Think about Ariana Grande. Think about Kim Kardashian, and then Pete Davidson just treats them like a normal human being, mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, a bunch of my buddies and I are gonna go out and get a pizza after the show. You want to come?" And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll come. And like Kim Kardashian, I don't know. Listen, I don't claim to know her life. I don't follow them a lot. But I like, there's no way she's ever had somebody be like, a bunch of my buddies are going to go get pizza. And New York is one of those places where like you can see celebrities out and most of the locals will be chill. Yeah. So like if you're going to get like street pizza in it's in Staten Island, Staten like Island. the the locals are not going to call it the paparazzi and try and get right. Kim Kardashian photographed. It's just not going to happen. And it's also like Kim Kardashian. Like yeah. she can't step foot in a Walmart. Exactly. No. So like the fact that there's some get- somebody who's like, we're just going to go get pizza. Like come or don't come. It's entirely up to you, but it's just a couple of dudes and we're all going to go hang out. And like, I think he's probably just like chill and cool. Like I totally I like agree. That. I yeah. like that. I would go get pizza with, with Pete Davidson. With yeah. Pete Davidson. Like it just, you know, I would, like- t- he seems very funny. Yeah, I mean the clip well, from yeah. that oh. is his career. <laughs> that is his career. Thanks. The, the clip. Oh, the from comedian the, seems funny. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, the one from SNL. Oh man, <laughs> the clip from the Kardashians TV show that was in the trailer of like Kim Kardashian asking if Pete Davidson wanted to take a shower with her, and the way he is fully dressed and throw he's like on his phone she's just like babe do you want to come shower with me and he throws his phone up in the air yes. <laughs> on a mattress and yes. he takes off running like, i have seen that and it's hey man good for you have at it my like, guy yeah he just and that's the thing is like he seems to genuinely like every single woman he's with like yeah. he's not like doing it to be cool or dating her to be whatever he seems to genuinely enjoy himself when he's with them mm-hmm. so like shout out I to you david good for him good for him yeah, yeah. he's coming on the podcast <laughs> I like point. that you're announcing all of these. Oh yeah, all these on the podcast. Huge celebrities that are definitely coming on the podcast that are going to banter. Randomly. Oh, they're going to banter randomly. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, this episode is going to come up the probably in the next couple of days. We are recording this on the third of October. 
It's Mean um, Girls Day. Yeah, I recorded an episode. None of us are wearing pink. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I actually have one pink sock on. There you go. Nice. But yeah, so there'll be another episode coming up probably a couple of days right after this with a very special guest. That I'm and so we know who it is. And you guys know who it is. <laughs> Listeners, we know a secret you know. It's already been recorded and it was so fun. It really was so fun. Yeah. I think I'm going to cry. Like, you might. However long that conversation is. I'm it's just about a half an tears. hour. It's about a half an hour. Just going to weep. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of weeping, <laughs> Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> okay. Oh, the ending. Well, also, the moment that stuck out to me, and this is like very, this is going to get very girly. Sorry, Ethan. I don't care. It's fine. That's why I have you we'll both talk, on babe. the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. The line, everyone obviously, like, I'll let you gush about America Ferrera's monologue. It was oh my God. brilliant, like, wonderful, wonderful, amazing. The line that really stuck out to me that made me cry in the theater was when Margot Robbie goes, I'm not pretty, objectively false. But then she goes, I'm not smart enough to be interesting. Because if you think about it, for the Barbies, the Barbies, even though they have all the power in Barbie land, are all one thing. Like, go back yeah. to the posters. It's like, this Barbie is a Nobel Prize winner. This Barbie is a doctor. This Barbie is a PhD. Mm-hmm. This Barbie is a model. A physicist. This Barbie is a physicist. Have... This Barbie is president. These women are not allowed to be more than one thing. They have to be that one thing very, very well. And maybe that's not the point that Greta Gerwig was trying to make, but it was the point that I took away from the whole thing was that like women are not allowed to be complex in this way. You Even if you are emotional, there's that scene in court where she's like, my emotions do not uh like negates my <laughs> argument they enhance them like that's very good yeah that barbie's still a lawyer yeah. like so this idea of like even in barbie land women have to kind of fit into one box um and they i mean listen it's still not great but in the real world we get a little bit more wiggle room in terms of not having to be barbie and i think that goes back to america ferrera's monologue as well which and, you and also uh, sorry if i can interject for a second also no the, you can't oh, i'm sorry <laughs> uh, also the fact that like the one the barbie that we mainly follow in this is like stereotypical barbie like she yeah. doesn't have yeah. a job like her whole thing is barbie like her whole thing is being like blonde and being pretty and like wearing heels. See what mm. I took away from it was specifically in the construction scene where they're like, we don't have genitals. When they like <laughs> say that line, mm. I was like, okay, so Barbie is the construct of being a woman. Yeah. There is no woman. There is no man. There is Barbie and there's Ken. It's so just it's the like idea. Women can be all of these different things and they did choose them, but that was kind of how I took it. But you, I, I like that theory too because it is like very much sort of that pigeonholing that we see where it's like oh well a woman can be smart or she can be pretty they those things cannot coexist and i'm like hey machiavelli off and even a woman can be smart but she has to be the smartest right you can't just be like average intelligence you have to be a doctor you have to be a physicist you have to be a nobel prize winner right um it was a very interesting point to bring up kind of subtly um yeah shout out to greta and also like the inclusion i mean again with like the inclusion of the kens in the movie like them like taking over everything and then losing stuff like one of the one of the the arguments that i heard from like people on the internet or something like that it's like oh the kens basically just got like back to normal like there were no repercussions or anything it's like no they realized that like they are i mean to be frank just ken like they don't have to like they don't have to like barbie they don't have to like like beach they don't have to have a job they can also like do whatever they want and i just think it's kind of i I don't know i just i like the resolve with that being a guy and watching the barbie movie i liked the resolve of that i was like it is very reflective of how women used to be like yeah we had to be a housewife where you had to be like this weird thing in society where you are smart and you're going to try to be a lawyer or a doctor that we saw in the 80s and now we're kind of in the state that like obviously i don't really think that women did anything wrong collectively but in in the same way that the kens sort of turn around and they're like oh i can just be ken we're now in this the the point in history and maybe it was early 2000s that this started where we're like oh we can be women and that's not something that yeah. we have to necessarily wear as a tag and i i like that because again like that that played more to the males because i mean obviously i'm going to empathize more with the male characters because i am a guy right and like um just the fact that it was like um 
like at the end like even if there was like a I, I, even if there was a part of me that was like dang they didn't get like what they wanted like that's sometimes like how women feel in our society and like i realized that like in the theater i was like oh shoot i was like oh, okay oh, God, where they're like and the kens get the same places that women get in the courts in modern yep. america yeah. i was like I, I heard that li- i heard that line i was like oh shoot now i feel bad yep. <laughs> yeah and i think also there it's such an interesting thing to see have Ken in the role that a woman is usually in, in yes. this kind of movie. There was like a, a a campaign like a while back to talk about like equal representation in comic and specifically like comic artistry when we we're talking about male and female superheroes. Yeah. And the thing they did was they drew male superheroes in the positions of common female superheroes. So you'd have like right. Superman in like a pinup pose or whatever and you'd notice mm-hmm. how weird it was. And I think the scene at the end, we make all those jokes about like being Kenuff, but like, I think the interesting thing about that is that, like, Ken's power and Ken's, like, agency in himself comes tied to his desirability to Barbie. And when he is able to kind of step away from that is when he starts to realize who he is as a person. And it's so easy to notice that just generally in society when it's seen in through a man's perspective because commonly we're forced to relate to the male protagonist. So this idea of putting a man in a role of a woman's position it clicks in a lot easier to a broader audience of like, hey, your personhood doesn't need to be tied to how the opposite sex views you. And actually, it will definitely be a hindrance to you down the line. The only other example, there have definitely been examples of that, but like the example that's jumping to mind for women is Fleabag of like, but like that's an entirely different context. I could do a whole Fleabag episode. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, all Fleabag. Oops, all Fleabag. Dude, (laughs) if you ever want to do it, I have never seen it, so we'll you should. Yeah. It's one of the best uh, shows ever made ever right, or ever yeah. amen. Um, but yeah, that was the other thing that I thought about Ken. Also, weird that Ryan Gosling learned to sing for this movie and not La La Land, which is a movie musical. <laughs> Why does he sound so much better doing a Matchbox 20 cover than he does singing? <laughs> singing I want to push you around where I will. Good song and I genuinely I listen Ripley I ruined that song, song for me why did I ruin that song because you said you? it was about abuse and then I was like oh, I want to push you around I didn't realize <laughs> okay I mean that's I mean that's a I mean, red flag hold on I'm I mean gonna... I just like it was like a good song and I just listened to it and then Ripley's like oh yeah it's about abuse and then I realized I was like ah shoot I was like, now I feel bad for listening to this because if if people hear me go, if people hear me whistling like like I want to push you around, and yet every time I get in the car with you, I listen. Yeah, (laughs) it's because it's a good song. Yeah, it's also so so silly. I like Matchbox Twenty. Like I think they're a fine band. They also have that song "She's So Mean" that I was a huge fan of in the fourth grade. And for those of you at home, that line that song has a line in it. She drinks Bacardi in the morning when she gets out of bed. And the line in the pre-chorus is, Now all your clothes are on the floor and all your records are scratched. She has a hard time coming if she can't hit back. I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom was worried about the Your mom was worried rock about star the Barbie. rock star Barbie? My mom was never worried about the music I was listening oh to. Oh my never, goodness. Ever, Mine wasn't either. Yeah, just half the time she was listening to it with me. I love you, mom. My mom is very cool, internet. Yeah. Faith King and I have objectively the coolest moms to ever mom. Yeah, sorry, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, and everyone else. I have the best moms, the coolest moms. Uh, she definitely has texted me in the span of this uh, Oh, mine I mean, too. I disagree. Yeah. I think my mom is also cool, but... I'm sure your mom is also cool. My I mom is lovely. insult anyone else's mom by saying that I have the best mom. However, comma, if you should meet my mom, you will understand. Oh, I can insult other people. My mom is my lock screen on my phone. Like she, I'm obsessed with her. Yes. Eh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, my let's my talk lock screen. Mom's in Barbie. My Whoa! lock screen is. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> uh, let's Whoa! talk about seeing Barbie with your mom. Hey. Oh my God! I'm doing it this weekend because it's fall break. Um, am I fall break. Have to whisper. That? What? I don't know because it's well. They know that we go to West Virginia. Yeah. Um, There's 26,000 people on this campus. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't. It would be <laughs> um, potentially. 
but I'm watching it with my mom for the first time this weekend and she has never seen it. And I'm like <sighs> just preparing myself to have like a full That's on, gonna like, be fun. three hour breakdown with her. My like, mom and I did both cry in the theater. Um, but my mom and I also had the same qualm with the movie, which is, and actually my mom pointed this out, which is that the montage at the end, my mom was like, it shows all these women being mothers. Watch yeah. that montage again. It's it's a it's a really cool thing to have in a movie. And like mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig's point in an interview was like that she wanted. I keep rubbing the mic. I know it. I know it. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Um, Greta Gerwig's point in this interview was that she wanted it to be the people who were playing with Barbie to be representative in that part of the film. It's all moms. Yeah. It's all moms and babies. There's not a yeah. single like woman not having a baby. Can I give a Can I give a hot take? Oh boy, on, hot take time. <laughs> on the Barbie movie. It's not. It's not bad. Um, we'll be in my that. in my opinion. In my opinion, it should have ended right at, like after that montage, or like no. right like during that scene. Like it should. There shouldn't have been that scene. In my opinion, there shouldn't have been that scene at the end. It's a good joke. The gynecologist scene. It's, it's a, not a joke, Ethan. It's a good. It's a good scene. <laughs> it's shush. It's a good scene. It's. I. I was like. It's a. It's a good scene. I just. For me, it just doesn't fit. But also, I know that that opinion really does not matter because the movie is not for me. I understand <laughs> what you're saying from like a cinematography standpoint because like that was the conclusion of yeah. the movie plot-wise. Yeah. Technically. But we don't finish seeing the through line of Barbie as an individual unless we get that scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I can. Un- I. I see the other side of yes. like. I understand why it's there. I. I just like personally for me, I didn't like it there. I loved it. I mean, it made me laugh. It was camp. Lot. Like yeah. there is no and getting I think around the, it. The other thing with that that like I talked about with my friends is like we have to remember this was a movie made by Warner Brothers and Mattel. So yeah. The the level of like feminism and the level of like acknowledging the double standards with women in our society and the level of like seriousness that we can have considering it was made by two major corporations is really astounding. Like the fact that Mattel let the Mattel symbol be used to cover up that the in it. Like, like I think uh, Issa Rae's character, president Barbie says and like the fact that the Mattel logo is used to cover that up, genius, brilliant work. Also, just the idea of them acknowledging that they don't have a Barbie that has stretch marks. They didn't have plus size Barbie until we were already like I think too we were old in to, uh, like not middle too school. Old, like like I did not know that fifth grade. Yeah, they came out with a plus size Barbie. I think we were eleven. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we were just getting out of Barbie. Like yeah. I remember seeing that as as like the 13 year old who was like Barbie is so lame yeah and then now I never thought Barbie was lame I remember thinking I really like that Barbie (laughs) but I I remember having the same opinions of the 13 year old who was like you inflict so many of these things because Barbie is always gorgeous and like you have to be gorgeous and I was mad about that Uh, yeah um which I I would like to think that Mattel, after seeing the wild success of the Barbie movie, and also as kids move away from physical toys, which the movie does play it very well as a a kid's movie and an adult movie at Mm -hmm. the same time. And it felt very like early 2000s kid movie where it's like, this movie has a couple jokes that's flying over their heads. Oh, I mean, the beat you off. Oh my God. <laughs> you like, went full John Mulaney. I know, I did. This movie went this a little bit closer. A scenes, there's a couple, like, there's a couple of jokes in here. There's a couple little jokes in here, I tell I, you. We could I, all I do John Mulaney pushing right now. <laughs> that's, um, but yeah, so um, it's we've been like, 50 minutes in right now. Oh, um, oh my God, so, bro. Yeah, I, no, I, norm- I was going to say, yeah, Ripley gets call in 10 minutes. So we should probably wrap this sucker up real quick. Um, I'm going to save that segment for another episode. What's the segment? What's the segment? It, it's, it's a segment that would probably take a couple of minutes. Can we do it? I don't want you to be late for your call. Can we do the music one, though? Do you want to do the music yes. one? Okay, yeah. All right. All right. So we can, I don't know the podcast. Yeah. What's the uh, yeah. So this is, a, this is a segment that I do every episode. It's called Random Records. Random Records. 
basically what that is is i just ask the people who i have on the show what you guys have been listening to like what kind of music so you guys can just talk about your music a little bit and share all the different kinds of music that people listen to like on my show so uh ripley i can see you already have it pulled up and i think i know what you're gonna talk about i've been trying to get people to listen to this stupid album it's not stupid it's an amazing album but it's what could be better by the happy fits and i've been enamored with this album and also austin and the powers just released a new album and it's brilliant it's actually their first album it's so beachy and fun and like panic at the disco but not panic at the disco which is the point um (laughs) which is why we're all here those two specifically um, I would say uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 Units newest album, Weather Veins. Um, Jason Isbell is one of the best lyricists of our time for white people, I think. <laughs> it's a very important distinction. Um, he has a way of dropping you in the moment of a song, like dropping you in the center of a song that's really important. And then um, Olivia Rodrigo's Guts. Man, Ooh, oh man, is fair. that just a phenomenal album. Top to bottom, left to right. Uh yeah, those are my two. Those are oh, and uh, Hosier's Unreal on Earth. I've well, been. I, I've heard that a lot of people have been listening to Hosier. Oh, I don't. I don't listen. Oh my god! Oh. When he's on the podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. He well, know that it. episode will be run by you and I. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I, yeah. He doesn't know it yet. Yeah. But we're about to become best friends. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. For me, I'm gonna do a little bit. Of, I normally do like stereotypical music but or just music but i'm gonna do a little off the wall today um the wallace and gromit theme oh my god <laughs> have oh you ever Lord. driven to the wallace and gromit theme before like i can't say i have i feel like i'm in like england driving a little like freaking a little car a little car Let me like you're down. in a claymation video yes <gasps> it's so fun oh i forgot you didn't see anatomy i was gonna say you need to do it i sorry that. it was <clears throat> it was so good. Yeah, we we can. I was gonna say we can talk about anatomy oh uh, sometime. Yes. Not not now because yes. we're almost we're almost an hour in, and I know that the like if I go above an hour, <laughs> the viewers go way down. Nobody wants to listen to me talk for an hour. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I'm just gonna ra- I'm gonna wrap it up here mainly so Ripley can get to her call, and also just because we're 55 minutes in, but I can cut out like little bits. Um, but yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks. Thank for you for having us. Fun. This has been fun. I definitely want to do another episode some other time where we can just talk about Barbie um, or just other stuff. Yeah, I feel like turned to Barbie. We turned to Barbie. Didn't. Yeah, talk we didn't about talk about Barbie exclusively. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we whatever. talked about Barbie a lot. Over yeah. time. digressions said, include Max, Matchbox Twenty, John Mulaney, yeah. and uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. But yeah. So yeah. Well. Shout out to Chad Hankins. That's a guy I always shout out every single episode. He's my friend's dad. Um, I just kind of did it the first episode, and then I never stopped doing it. Did he like the Barbie movie? I have no idea. Damn. I um, don't. I don't know if he saw it or not. He's like a, he's an air marshal. So mm. He's very busy. He's air marshal Barbie. Yeah. He's air marshal Barbie. <laughs> Chad, you're air marshal Barbie. Shout out to our moms. Yeah. Shout out to our. Moms. Shout out to. M- hey Carrie, you're to really cool. Mom. Hey mom. Hey Christy. Hi mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. I know you're listening to this probably, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. That's been episode 50. Um, episode 51 is probably coming up a couple of days from now. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So what's going on? We have a, we have a uh, thing to oh, sign off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're almost okay. done. Yeah. Ignore I was going to say, yeah. So thanks for listening to the episode of the Random Vander Podcast. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh. <laughs>